Yeah, g'day, mate. You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. This past Sunday, 5th of June, was World Environment Day, an annual event led by the United Nations Environment Programme to raise global awareness about the planet's degrading environmental conditions and to encourage people everywhere to take positive environmental actions to help create a create a better, more sustainable future. Quite appropriately, then, this past Sunday was when The Heat Is On, an illustrated journal of creative writing on the climate crisis, was released. Young writers from 20 different UNESCO cities of literature put forward their creative writing in the forms of songs, poems and short stories to create a collection of work that centres on what many consider to be the biggest issue humankind has ever faced. With an introduction written by the Dunedin Mayor Aaron Hawkins, The Heat Is On was conceived and compiled by Dunedin's own UNESCO City of Literature director, Nikki Page. We are lucky enough to have Nikki joining us now. Let's bring her in. Kia ora, Nikki. Are you there? Morena, Seb, I'm here. Thank you very much for having me. Morena, Nikki, thanks for being here. Firstly, I'd just like to say I think you have done an amazing job. Um, collecting all this amazing stuff from cities around the world can't be an easy thing to do. I, I mean, we've got works from Edinburgh, Jakarta, Granada, Reykjavik, just to name a few. Um, what did the process of gathering all this together look like? And, and did it take a really, really long time? <laughs> it did take a long time, Seb. But it was really a fun thing to work on because it meant so much to us. And my lovely colleagues, Debbie and Anne, and I did spend probably the best part of the last year uh, once the idea was taking shape, uh, liaising with all the different cities. And each city in turn had to work um, to find their contribution. So we wanted to allow plenty of time for each city to work with their wonderful young writer and, and put together their piece, and each piece is accompanied by a really beautiful image of their own choosing. So we didn't want to be rushing the cities, um, and especially during a difficult time around the world with the, with the pandemic. So we allowed a good lead in time, and also we were really, our heart was really in this project, and we wanted a uh, an outcome that we were all very proud of. So we did want to take our time. And it is a timeless publication, although, as you said, we launched on the 5th it will always um, it will always stand and obviously won't date. But I think um, in terms of the logistics, as you're asking, uh, yes, there was a lot of to and fro, and so the cities worked out their own contribution and how to remunerate their writers and who and who would be involved in finding a piece of artwork. And then we went back and forth and back and forth because we wanted to honour their first language. So we also had to make sure that we were transcribing the language accurately as well as the English translation. So, yes, a meticulous back and forth process mm. around the different cities, you're right. And, and what was the selection process within the cities for um, putting forward their writer? Well, we left that to each city. That's a, a good question. We left that to each city. So we thought that some cities might like to run a competition. Uh, some might have a writer um, who had already written a piece that they felt fitted, um, and it was written by someone under 20 and fitted perfectly and perhaps that already existed. And so, of course, permission would be sought. Uh, some cities uh, threw it open to a group of young writers, So, uh, and some cities just had someone in mind. So really... Each city, and you've listed some of them, they operate on such different sizes and in such different ways. We thought rather than be prescriptive, we'd leave it to each city to come up with the best solution to put someone forward. And our main concern was that the copyright would remain with that person and that they would be remunerated for their work. And then we would 
take on the the very joyful task of celebrating their amazing writing far and wide in our collection. Mm. You mentioned it just before, um, Nikki, but all the writers who contributed to The Heat Is On were under 20. Um, To you, what was the significance of having young people participating in this project? I think that was a key part of the project. Uh, For me, I felt that it was the young voices we wanted to uplift and give a platform to, and also uh, maybe even to connect uh, with other young voices uh, around the world. And that sort of strength in numbers, each piece individually is really extraordinary, but then there's the collective power and impact of all those writers and really wanted to offer a a genuine platform um, on this issue, as you said, what could be more important. So to offer a genuine platform to the generation um, uh, who is fighting so well for this but also so deeply affected by this and to hand it over and and let them take the lead. So a couple of cities uh, pushed back and said, could we have someone uh, a little bit older but really wanted um, to to bring in new voices and hear the new voices uh, on this particular subject and so it felt like a really important part of this project that the writers are all fantastic new writers Mm. and also they bring um, a raw and determined energy that I just don't think we would have been able to to celebrate otherwise so it makes a very strong collection I think. Mm. Yes and uh, there's such a cool global coordination I guess amongst thanks to you largely but amongst these young people which uh, the same can't necessarily be said for uh, for some I don't know for some world leaders in terms of you know this climate change is a, uh, is a global issue and it requires global solutions with a lot of uh, discourse between you know nation states which we don't we don't seem to have this um, kind of concerted coordination among all the people that need to be involved but 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 this uh, the heat is on is great because it we we see we see input from every from almost every nation around the world which is awesome it does really feel exciting doesn't it to see all those different languages and and uh and cities and countries listed there that makes me feel really thrilled too because it's that feeling as you said of of shared purpose and collaboration and somehow it makes it seem so straightforward, doesn't it? I mean, it's such a no-brainer that this is a key for our planet and, and, and there's so much complexity around the um, around politics. And so I know exactly what you mean. It's this clear, strong voice that comes through, mm. so united across the, across the world by the young people. I think it's, it feels really great to me too. And and not only is it the writing of young creatives, but it's also artwork from these cities as well. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, that's right. So the pieces are all creative writing, as you said. So they're not um, they're not they're not speeches or um, or or pieces of, of factual writing, which also would have been interesting. But our view was a creative response. How can how can we perhaps turn um, some of the tide of uh, I mean, pull things along, and as you said, bring people along with us. By using the creative, the creative medium, and so, um, as you said, short stories and poems and pieces of writing that are, are creative, and then alongside that, we thought it would be lovely to have a striking image from each city, and in some ways, it's another way to exemplify the the, the differences and yet the shared purpose between all the the countries. And it's really amazing the way the cities have chosen to respond in terms of the creative writing and the the image. They're so different, and yet. Um, as you said, shared. And so 
uh, some cities chose to do a little sketch and others uh, a full oil painting, for example, um, like Reykjavik in Iceland and some a woodcut, Heidelberg in Germany and others a beautiful little piece of, um, of found art in Jakarta made of outdoor um, findings like leaves and beautiful things uh, arranged wow. meticulously for the photograph. So everybody responded so differently and I think that visual impact um, really lifts each piece too because they were in response to the writing. So the piece of art um, was created in response to the young writer's work and the uh, and that in itself, I think they really speak to one another and also it just makes it fun to look through too. Mm. There's so much um, going on. It's really fun to flick through, I hope you thought. It is very fun to look through. Uh, and I guess... For, for people just hearing about it for the first time now, can uh, can you help guide them as to where they can find this work? And also my question is, why, will it ever be available in a physical form, something we can hold and look through all the beautiful pictures on lovely pages, or, or will it remain this uh, digital anthology online? Well, that's a, a lovely question, Seb. So, uh, and I'm, it's lovely to hear you say that because it hasn't been planned as a physical book, but hearing you ask that and if other people asked maybe that would be something that we would look to do because I think it would be a, a really beautiful artifact and so um, thank you for asking and if others express an interest in that then perhaps that would be something I'd be really interested to look at but currently the vision was for it to be a digital publication that was largely so that we could make it uh, free to everybody to enjoy and also easily disseminated so on World Environment Day, as you said, we all the cities um, were sharing it around their own social media, and also um, it was available to, to some delegates at a conference in Stockholm. So, connecting with that day and, and also um, UNESCO was um, able to share. So, I guess there's that wonderful opportunity to share widely and make it available to as many people as possible in the digital format. But I also think to accompany that, it could be something really beautiful to hold. Mm-hmm. I think. I think you're right. And so if anyone is interested, I hope that our listeners might like to have a look. Uh, that would be thrilling. And they can find that link on our City of Literature social media. So currently it's uh, pinned to the top of our Facebook and also on our Twitter and our website. Uh, it's just uh, a, a, a link to click on, uh, freely available, and you're welcome to share the link. So uh, I'd also like to mention our own beautiful entry from Audiporti is, um, is a beautiful song, Hua Te Aroha by He Waka Kotuia, and they uh, wrote that waiata as, as young people under 20, and also we're very lucky to include the video of that song. Um, it's really beautiful, Hui Te Aroha, the stunning video uh, shot partly at Otako Marae and also around in the environs, and beautiful, very catchy. In fact, um, I sometimes just have to listen to it before I start the day just to set me up for the day. It's really, really wonderful, so I'm so proud of that entry from Audiporti and the fact that it was written in Tadeo and, and carries so much mana and mm. beauty with it and I know the other cities have really commented on that and really valued that um, contribution as well. Mm. Mm. Yes, it, it's, also, it's an awesome uh, platform to experience uh, such gorgeous cultures. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm sure, Nikki, you'll be flooded with expressions of interest to turn this into a physical copy. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, a stunning, it's a stunning collection of work. Um, I hope you're proud of yourself. You've done an amazing job. Um, thank you so much for joining us here on R1 News. Um, it was a pleasure talking to you, Nikki. 
Thank you so much, Seb. Thank you for inviting me and also that those lovely comments. And uh, please, any listeners are welcome to get in touch any time through our through our social media just to connect about our local writing and about uh, the climate crisis or writing about anything. We'd love to hear from people. So thank you very much for engaging with us, Seb. I really appreciate it. Yeah, now, Seb's, that was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.